Welcome, everybody, back to a special episode of The Blurb. It's a special one. Hello, guys. Hey. Nobody wanted us back, but we came back anyway. <laughs> because this special episode of The Luckiest Girl Alive. I mean, who would have known? Yes. Who would have known? We, we knew. For those of you who are just joining us just for this episode, you've gone, you've typed in Luckiest Girl Alive and you've gone, what the hell is this? Uh, we are an improvised podcast so we take a book that none of us have read and we would improvise a brand new story just from reading the blurb at the back of the book Mm. um we're on a bit of a hiatus at the moment but we do have loads more episodes for you to listen to if you enjoy this one um it's lots of chortles laughs belly laughs (laughs) ha-has he-he's ho-hos yeah and ho-hos but that's for the naughty, <laughs> that's for the sexy stuff. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the Blurb family, is what I can say. Mm, yes, we're happy to have you. I think this was our third episode or something that we did. Wowzers. Of the book Luckiest Girl Alive that's now a hit film on Netflix. Thanks, Netflix. Yeah, um, yeah thank you. I didn't think the podcast really necessarily needed a film version of it, but they've gone off and done it. <laughs> Look, talent's talent. I will say it's uh, it's more like the book than our podcast, just warning ah, listeners now. okay. Yeah, you know, the book and the film are great, but if you want an alternative timeline... <laughs> and I think you do. Just listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because who could forget Mrs. Monsignor? Oh, indeed. <laughs> oh, she is one of my favourite characters of all time, I think. Yeah. Scottish history teacher in a posh school that sounds like... She wants to kill you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's a mean old lady. So we've all seen the film now. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I will say it's very different, again, from, from, yeah, from, just what, a we, bit. from what we <laughs> came up with. But do go and watch the film. Please do, yes. Either before or after you, you listen to this episode. And then tell us what you think. Which, which one's better? <laughs> I think we know what the answer's going to be. But yeah. you don't have to tell us that. You can be nice and just say ours. Um, so yeah, <laughs> oh, but I think that was the the real aim of this podcast was to put our own minds, three of us together, and try and be better than every book we ever came across. Yes, yeah. something people have worked on for years and years, <laughs> and we'll just smash it in twenty minutes of improv. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shakespeare done. Tolstoy done. Dickens who bang done. Mm. Don't care, mate. With a blurb. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, without further ado, shall we uh, introduce our version of Luckiest Girl Alive? Enjoy, everyone. Her perfect life is a perfect lie. <gasps> As a teenager at the prestigious Bradley School, mm. Anna Fanelli endured a shocking public humiliation that left her desperate to reinvent herself. Now with a glamorous job, expensive wardrobe and handsome blue blood fiance, she's this close and that's in italics. So, you know, that's that's (laughs) pretty damn close to living the perfect life. She's worked so hard to achieve, but Annie has a secret. Mm. There's something else buried in her past, something painful and private that threatens to bubble to the surface and ruin everything. Mm. With a singular voice and twists you won't see coming, 
This book introduces a heroine whose cutthroat ambition has protected a scandalous truth and a heart that's much bigger than it appears. The question remains, will breaking her silence destroy all that she's worked for? Or will it, at long last, set Anna free? Ooh. Wow. Right, wow. and it's, is it Annie? Anne. Annie Fanelli. Annie Fanelli. She's, so she's a teenager at a prestigious school, but she's also got a fiance. No, I think that was as a teenager. So she was at this prestigious yes. school. Uh, okay, okay. And then and she where... had some kind of shocking, humiliating thing happen. Yes. Okay, now yeah. she's got a glamorous job. Okay, I see. She's... Yeah, so she's trying to just leave that all behind her, I guess. Yeah. And now she has a secret. And a handsome blue blood fiance. And blue bloods, I don't, do we know what that means? A blue well, that's blood. a royal, isn't it? Royal. That's it. There we are. Oh. There's something else buried in her past, something painful and private that threatens to bubble to the surface and ruin everything. Well, this seems incredible. Yeah. It's going to be very... Ambition be... has protected a scandalous... It's almost, it's almost too many words to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's, that's the thing with reading. There's a hell of a lot of words <laughs> to process. Whoa, it's, uh, it's <laughs> <tough>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> This all reading the lot is really tough. Yeah. I don't really want to. Who knew? We <laughs> uh, ready to kick off and give it a go? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Fantastic. Here we go. Anna was sitting at her desk. Her view overlooked all of London. Her office was wide and open planned. Awards scattered all over the wall. Best editor. Best editor again. Best editor. She kept winning best editor awards <laughs> because Anna was the editor of the famous fashion magazine, Fashion. That's what it was called. It was called Fashion. <laughs> she was sitting there looking out over the London skyline, so happy in herself. Next week, she's getting married to her wonderful fiance, Lord. Carruthers of the Carruthers family. <laughs> she was there sipping champagne after winning yet another Best Editor Award. She was looking at a photo, a photo of her when she was at school at the prestigious Bradley School. But the photo sees her as a sad young teenager, awkward, alone, no, with no friends around her. And then all of a sudden, her PA comes into the office. Hey, Annie, how's it going? Oh, you know, just enjoying the fruits of my labour. <laughs> I know, congrats, congrats again. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, you okay? You seem a little bit, uh, seem a little bit down. Oh, no, I was just, I was just looking at this picture from my youth. It's really nothing I want to talk about. Oh my God, no, let me have a look. Let me see. Which one's you? Oh, that, that's me on the right. <laughs> Haven't changed a bit. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Um, Why would you say that? I look absolutely awful in that picture. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> All right, Robert, look, you don't have to do this. Um, sorry, could I help you with anything? Thanks. Um, yes, the, the post is here. There's like a personal letter. I don't know. Maybe you want to read it. But um, yeah, okay. Here's the post. And let me know if you need anything else, obviously. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Annie grabs the pile of post and starts going through it. There's the usual pamphlets from the city spa and 
some letters from the bank. She frankly doesn't care about at all. <laughs> <laughs> but this letter from a Mrs. Monsignor is piqued her interest. Reading through it, she feels a cold sweat coming on. Mrs. Monsignor, the history teacher from the Bradley School. Why is she writing? Why is this coming up now? Only days before the wedding. She she reads it hearing Mrs. Monsignor's voice. Hello, it's me, Mrs. Monsignor. That's right. Yeah, Scottish history teacher from the Bradley School. <laughs> and I see that you've become an editor at Fashion Magazine. Been voted best editor, I see. Well, I know your little secret. Mrs. Wee, best editor, best fashion award for Fashion Magazine, Missy. I know your little secret. I need you to come back to the Bradley School. We need to clear the air. Or maybe, maybe I'm going to let your little secret out into the newspapers. <laughs> I'm pretty rough for a woman who works at a private school. <laughs> That's who I am. Especially when I'm angry. I'm angry at your success. <laughs> I'm still stuck here working in this bloody school while you're out there flying to Milan and Paris <laughs> and living in London. <laughs> I'm like, this is a very long letter, I know, but I'm going to finish up with just saying this. You've got to come back to the Bradley School. And if you don't come, oh, 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 oh dearie me, your little lord, whatever his name is, <laughs> isn't going to find you very attractive after he finds out what happened here. Now, would he? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Anna puts the letter down. My God, this cannot be happening. Nothing can ruin her perfect wedding. <laughs> Not even the, the sinister Mrs. Monsignor. <laughs> she calls Robert in to book her the first train out to the Bradley School. Robert. Right. Yeah. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I don't have time to explain this. I just need a ticket to the town where the Bradley School is, which is... Oh, North Edinburgh. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, well, it's very famous. <laughs> Book me a train for this afternoon. I need to be there as soon as possible. Clear the rest of my day. I have to go. With that, Robert finds the next train. It leaves at 1.30. Robert prints off the ticket because that's the way the ticket came. <laughs> and passes it to Annie, who has packed her things and runs out the door. She arrives to the Bradley School. All memories start flooding back. She starts to feel quite sick in the stomach, remembering some of the really bad times she had and especially how ugly she felt. Heading up to the history department, she sees Mrs. Monsignor written across an old oak door. <laughs> she knocks and then enters. Well, hello there. Mrs. Monsignor. I see you got my letter. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yes. Close the door behind you, lassie. Were you raised in a barn? Huh? Were you? Look, I, I came here as you requested. What is going on? I want some money from you. I want some money from you because I know you're the little secret. <laughs> you blackmailing me? Yes, I am. <laughs> Putting it right out there, <laughs> not going to mince my words. <laughs> 
I'm blackmailing you. <laughs> I don't know what you think you have on me, but no one's going to believe you. You're just an old history teacher. Do you hear me? No one's going to believe you. Really? Even though I have the documents right here. What What documents? What, what are you talking about? The documents that prove that you aren't who you say you are. <gasps> That's right. You have taken the identity of another girl. I know you're not really Annie Finelli because Annie Finelli died mysteriously. And you, you took her place. You took her life. And what makes you think I won't take another? Oh, I, <laughs> I'm not as daft as you may seem. <laughs> take a look at this gun I've got holding that I hid under my skirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm me seduct. I'm me seduct. You must have thought, hey, I got away with it. I'm bloody rich now with all these, I'm marrying a bloody royal. But I know. So you pay me £50,000. £50,000? It's outrageous. Hey, you're marrying a lord, a blue blood. He can afford it. I read Forbes as well. <laughs> <laughs> I read. Oh, you're a reader, are you? Hey, there's lots of words, <laughs> but I read good. <laughs> uh, um, look, I'm sure we can come to some kind of understanding. I obviously don't want this to get out. I also obviously don't want to die. <laughs> no. <laughs> Would it sway you in any way if I invited you to the wedding? Ah, society wedding. I might be swayed. My accent's gone a bit there. Do not worry. <laughs> Do not worry. It's fat now. Look, I still want my money, but I'll come to your society wedding. I'll come to your big old piss up with all the royals. I mean, this is instead of the money. Oh, no, I still want them. No. I'm not going to give you both. You kind of need to pay me here. I mean, I'm going to go, but you also need to pay me. <laughs> I've just made the situation so much worse. You have, haven't you? Yeah, I, I you have. <laughs> right. Um, let me just make a phone call. I'll be back shortly. Annie walks out onto the campus grounds. Oh, this was not what she was expecting. £50,000 to get this woman to shut up. It's too much, too much money. But she can't let the secret get out. She knows exactly who to call. Hello. Uncle Greg, so glad you picked up. Oh, Annie, how's it going? You know that, that secret that I've been hiding, that you're the only one who knows about? What? <laughs> you're not losing your memory, are you, Uncle Greg? <laughs> well, I'm... I'm 67, you know, there's some, there's some, things come, things go, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, right, I, I know, I know you're the secret, yeah, right, so, yes. So, this old history teacher from the Bradley School is blackmailing me, she's got the documents. Oh, God. Yeah, so I'm gonna need you to do me one massive favour. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> I know you're retired, but... I'm going to need you to do one last hit. <laughs> right. Well, 
I'd do anything for you. So, yeah, we'll get the boys back together. We'll take her out. Send me the information. Send me what you got. Perfect. They, they hang up. The uncle was out of retirement and he was calling up the boys to get the band back together for one last hit. Uncle and his friend, Monster, get up the next train up to North Edinburgh where they meet Annie. And they have a dinner together to discuss the details. This is a posh place here, isn't it, Annie? Yeah, it's really posh. Yeah, it's, it's posh, isn't it? Thank you both for coming. Right, guys, here's the woman I want you to snuff the light out of. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, as you can see, she's probably going to give you a bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah, she looks hard. She looks tough, doesn't she? Mm. So you want us to kill her? Right, okay. Any particular way, Annie? Just make it look like a suicide. Yeah, I've done a load. Uh, just made it look like someone's gone to sleep or ate too much um, Yorkies. I, li- I like the Russian technique, which is just chuck them off a balcony, eh, and make it look like a suicide, isn't it? <laughs> That's a good one, Craig, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I'm going to leave the details up to you guys, but I need this done by tomorrow night. All right. And with that, Annie gets back on the train back to London. The next day, she looks at her phone and has still not heard anything from her Uncle Greg. She's not worried, though. Greg and Monster Professionals have been working in the business for 30-odd years. She checks her phone and looks up photos of her and Lord Carruthers how wonderful he is and all the money and security she's going to be marrying into. She decides to go and meet him at the family house out in Shropshire. Yeah, Shropshire. Let's go with that. <laughs> and where the wedding is going to be in a couple of days' time. She drew. She pulls up to the big marble driveway, <laughs> gets greeted by the butler mm. and shown in to the big drawing room where old paintings of the Carruthers family hangs off the walls. And coming down the stairs, Lord Carruthers sees Annie. Bryson, it's so nice to be here. Oh, just a couple of days now. Just a couple of days, sweetheart. Yeah, it's going to be such a great event. The Prime Minister's coming, everything. I knew him from Eton, you know, he's a good lad. Wow, that's, oh, yeah, I cannot wait. How are you, sweetheart? How's, how's work? Um, I got a call from your boss asking you where you've been? You seem to have been a bit AWOL past two days. Oh, nothing to worry about, really. I uh, had some personal things to take care of um, up north, but- um, That's vague. I won't ask any more, fine. No, I'd rather you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. Yeah, no, nothing nothing you need to worry about at all. Everything's, Everything's fine. Just very much looking forward to being Mrs Carruthers. Absolutely. You know, your your life's going to change. I hope you know that. I know you're a very powerful, uh, wealthy woman in your own right, but, you know, becoming a blue blood, it, it's... Have you ever been used to people waiting on you hand and foot? Uh, no, I, I really can't say that I have. You know, I know you, you went to the Bradley School, which is a very good school, but, you know, nothing compared to Eton or Harrow. No, I know. You, you're superior to me in every way. <laughs> I am. I like to let people know that I am far superior to them. Hey, darling, this is Annie here. I can hear someone out there. Hello. Oh, <laughs> hello. 
Hi, Lady Carruthers. Hi. Um, yeah, I'm really pleased to be here. And obviously, I'll be your daughter-in-law very soon. Yes, and it's marvellous. And we can't wait. We're so excited for you both. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mummy. I mean, it's really great. Um, obviously, tonight, Mummy wants you to stay because apparently there's, um, before we get married, because you're kind of like, just, you know, like a muggle, <laughs> uh, you need to be initiated into um, into the blue bloods. Yes, darling, I'm afraid we insist. You must stay and we will have this little ceremony where you'll be inducted into the Carruthers family warmth, as we like to say. As we love to say, you know, uh, we're, we're just... We're, we're 12 in line to the throne. I mean, we're pretty... I know you know this already. I don't know why I'm explaining this to you again, but I am. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really nice to have that repeated. <laughs> yes. Annie's phone rings. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me just for one second. I need to, to take this. I'll, I'll be right back. It's Uncle Greg. Uncle Greg. Annie, oh my God, Annie. Why didn't you tell us? She's a bloody black belt. <laughs> 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 She's killed Monster. What? What are you saying? Monster's dead. She threw him off the bloody building. <laughs> oh. Uncle Greg, I need for you to sort this out. I'm trusting you with my life. Well, yeah, I know. And, uh, well, Monster gave his life for you. And, uh, of course, I'd do the same, Annie. I've got how many hours left? Well, the clock is ticking. You've got about two hours left. Oh, Jesus. All right. Right. Annie, leave it with me. All right. Get it done. All right. <laughs> Sweetheart, are you okay? You seem a bit uh, angry. Oh, no. <laughs> Not to worry. So you were saying about a ceremony. Yeah, just a quick one, just to kind of um, initiate you into going from muggle <laughs> to... Royal, me and me and me and Binti are gonna go and uh, go on the lash for a bit just to get rid of those last minute jitters. Um, but you can hang it out with my mom and uh, she'll uh, tell you all about it. Okay, yeah, all right. Well, I'll, I'll see you in a bit then, I guess. I'm really, 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 really looking forward to you being my wife. <laughs> Your life's gonna change for the better. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> so Annie sits down with Lady Carruthers. And they have a chat over some wine. Lady Carruthers explaining the details of the ceremony, which will take place later that evening. And it seems to be pretty straightforward, just wearing a white gown and jumping over some flower beds. <laughs> <laughs> Standard stuff, really, for a ceremony of this kind. <laughs> but Annie keeps an eye on her watch. It's only an hour left and still no word from Uncle Greg. What in the world is happening up in Scotland? Annie's phone rings. It's Uncle Greg. <laughs> right. This better be good news. Annie, look. She's dead. But when I was choking the life out of her. To make it look like a suicide. <laughs> <laughs> she mentioned something. Right. She mentioned she'd sent another letter to the bloody bluebuds, okay? What? To the Carruthers? Carruthers is... <laughs> yes. You, you've got to intercept the letter, all right? Job's done. 
I'm coming home. I'll see you soon. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks for letting me know, Greg. You, you're, you're a lifesaver. Yeah. Love you, Annie. Bye, Dal. <laughs> wow. Annie thought, another letter? This bitch is really after me. <laughs> <laughs> She excuses herself and runs and checks the post. Of course, it's about a 15-minute run because the driveway is so long. (laughs) Nothing there. It's been checked already. Of course, the butler, he gets the post at 9am. He also opens the post. She runs to Butler Barry and asks about the post. Um, um, Sorry. Hi. Sorry. Barry, is it? Uh, Yes. Yes, it, it's better. Hello. I'm so I'm so sorry to bother you, and I, I realise you have a lot to do now with the wedding coming up and everything. Um, but you didn't happen to see a letter this morning in the post that may have been post-stamped in Edinburgh? Yes, I think I did. I think I might have opened that letter and I've read it already. That's right. I know your little secret. God damn it, Barry! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, look, what will it take for you to just keep this between us? I don't know, maybe (laughs) (laughs) £50,000. That's what this Miss Monsignor was asking for. Barry. Yes? I don't have the money. I can't give you £50,000. Well, looks like I'm going to tell Lady Carruthers a little secret. Annie's phone rings. It's Uncle Greg. Excuse me, Barry. I will pick this up later. I just have to get this. Uncle? Right, I'm back in London. You get a letter? I'm negotiating it now. The butler intercepted it. (laughs) Christ, Annie. Right, I'm coming over. Coming over. Thank you. Right, Barry, I'm going to have to ask you to give me a little bit of time, okay? I might be able to give you the money. I just need... A couple of hours to get the funds together. A couple of hours? I see. You're going to try and assassinate me, are you? <laughs> what? Never gave you that idea. The way you was talking on that phone, we're in a very small room. You didn't even go anywhere. You stood right in front of me and had that conversation. Well, I don't believe we mentioned anything about assassination. <laughs> I can put two and two together. <laughs> I'm going to have my £50,000 and I'm going to retire to some island somewhere. And if you don't tell me now, I'm going to walk right up to Miss Carruthers and tell her this instant. It was then that Annie saw the iron poker next to the fire. She needed to do something. She needed to act now. Otherwise, Barry was going to tell Lady Carruthers everything. She distracted him by saying that there were some poor people out on the garden. (laughs) (laughs) While his back was turned, Annie picked up the iron poker and with one fatal blow, crashed it behind Carruthers' head. He was lying dead on the floor. She dropped the poker, wiped off her fingerprints, and took the letter with her back to Lady Carruthers. Oh, Annie, darling, where have you been? Oh, um, just been uh, having a little chat in the kitchen. Um, yeah, had some phone calls, but everything's fine. Oh, how, how lovely. <laughs> the ceremony's about to start and we uh, will need you out in, in the garden by the flower beds as soon as possible. Okay, yeah, great. The ceremony took place as planned. 
it all went perfectly. Annie was no longer a muggle. She was of royal blood now and able to marry Lord Carruthers. But deep inside her, she was shaken to her core. She went and made the ultimate step to get what she wanted. She killed a man in cold blood. A couple of days later, it was the day of the wedding. It was beautiful sunshine, a perfect day inside of the grounds of the Carruthers Palace. Annie was up there with Lord Carruthers, with her bridesmaids by her side. Uncle Greg sat in the audience with a tear in his eye, knowing that Annie had finally made it. Until suddenly, at the back, a noise came. Aye, very good. Very swanky indeed. Oh my God, Mrs. Monsignor. Aye, it's me. How? What? what? Greg, help! What the bloody hell's going on? You thought you could tap me out of a black belt? (laughs) (laughs) You bloody Jesse. Whatever you're about to say, just don't. Darling, what's going on? Uh, who's this mad Scottish woman who's come? Who is this woman? What? Where's security? Can we have her removed, please? Yeah, right, I'm on it, I'm on it, I'm on it. And with that, Uncle Greg went up to Monsignor and grabbed her shoulder. And one fell swoop, Monsignor ripped his arm out of his socket. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Nailed into the ground and twisted his neck in one swift motion. <laughs> Uncle Greg was dead, lying on the floor. Do not marry this woman. <laughs> she is not who she says she is. Darling, what, what does this mad Scottish bint mean? Don't listen to her, please. I'll tell you, she is not really Annie Fanelli. She was a poor wee lassie who went to go to the Bradley school and she killed the real Annie Fanelli. And now she's living her life, a life of fancy. She's nothing but a common tart. (laughs) (laughs) And is this this true? (laughs) I've been living this lie for too long. Maybe this is the best thing that could have happened to me. We're already married now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just feels a bit weird. You're not who I thought you were. But I am. I'm, I'm your wife. I have a new name now, a new identity. I don't need to be Annie Bonelli anymore. Okay, sweetheart. As long as nothing else comes up, like, I don't know, you've murdered someone. Well. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, the police burst into the wedding ceremony. All right, we're here from the police. Everybody calm down. We're just going to apprehend Miss Bonelli. Oh my God, Annie! I'm sorry. I'm 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 so sorry. I I had to kill him. I mean, we do a lot of crazy shit, us blue bloods. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've killed people and stuff, but you know, it was always like a drunken accident. You know, <laughs> what goes on tour stays on tour. But this is like cold-blooded. I was surprised no one found. Barry in the kitchen after I'd killed him. <laughs> I don't go to, I don't make my own food, neither does my mama. <laughs> yeah, all I can say is I'm sorry, I did it for us, for our life together. 
All right, that's enough of that. You're coming with us. And with that, the police take Annie in cuffs away from the wedding. They also arrest Miss Monsignor for blackmail <laughs> and also murder. <laughs> As she gets in the back of the police car and driven down the pathway, she sees her life and what it could be slowly drift away. She nearly had it. She nearly, in italics, had it. The end. The, the end. end. Jeez, what a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the life of the rich and famous, eh? <laughs> exactly. Just murders abound. Those crazy blue bloods. Yeah. Yeah. So close to her dream. So close. Oh. So close. But yet yeah, murder gets in the way. Yeah. Again. Moral of the story. Thou shalt not kill. Don't do murders. Do not kill anyone. <laughs> oh man, that was absolutely incredible. Have we got the should we do a one word each title? Yeah? Yes. I think we should. Truth is thy enemy. Ooh. <laughs> Truth <laughs> is thy, thy enemy. enemy. <laughs> Does it have anything to do with the actual title of the book? Are we close? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's have a look now. Um, the actual title of the book is Luckiest Girl Alive by Jessica Knoll. Mm. Oh, so totally different to ours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a completely different gear change. Um, yeah, it might be a slightly different story to the one that we came yeah. up with. Well, we do, I think we definitely kicked it up a gear anyway. She was <laughs> oh, yeah. so lucky. <laughs> yeah, I think we spiced things up a bit. Like we always do. <laughs> well, that was, uh, that was it. I am impressed. Well, so am I. Yeah. We did a great job. I mean, it holds up. It still holds up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. It's one of the best. <laughs> so if you enjoy this episode, you can find plenty more wherever you get your podcast from. We have a, an amazing website. You can find more information. Theblurbofficial.com. Instagram is also theblurbofficial. Yes, yes. It's all there. Follow it. Like it. Share it with your friends. Tell your mum. <laughs> and we uh, hope to be back on the mics soon. Very soon. Fresh. Very mm. soon. Fresh. We will be delivering more exclusive content. Hashtag content. <laughs> yeah. Before Netflix does. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. It's been an honour, a privilege and a, a pleasure to see mm, you. Same. Absolutely. Nice one. All right. Adios. Adios, amigos. Take care. <laughs> Lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye. It's the